Hey guys, and welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we go back in time and randomly select a movie to watch and give our uneducated opinions about. I'm your co-host for this episode. My name is Gabe Whitehurst. My other co-host, my co-friend, my co-worker, his name is... Elijah Wood. <laughs> you do this every time. Is that a good Elijah Wood impression, though? No, that I don't... I don't know who that is. Sam, we got to get the ring, man. Elijah Wood, man. You sound like an annoying... I don't know what you sound like. What does Elijah Wood sound like, though? You can, See, that's the thing. Who can do an Elijah Wood impression? Elijah Wood. Well, sure. But anyone else? No. It's, no, that, no. That's a hard voice to do. It's like a normal, a normal voice. I guess. I, if you can do one, uh, let us know, please. Send us a video of yeah, you we'll, doing we'll, Elijah Wood we'll, impression. We'll put it on the show. <laughs> yeah, we will. Matt will uh, I promise that... you, if you do an Elijah Wood impression and send it to us, I will put it on the show. Yeah. I promise you. I am Matt Morris. This Thank is you. Matt Morris. So we are uh, two friends sitting here doing this crazy podcast. Um, we had the idea uh, long ago. We are here at the end of season two. Mm. If you have never listened before, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, the format of the show, basically, we just we had this idea that we wanted to review movies, uh, old, new, popular, and unpopular. And so we will get together, put our big brains uh, together in this in a, in a private room somewhere mm-hmm. uh, with no, Below no, ground. no distractions. Yeah. <laughs> and we will pick a random year in uh, cinema history or life history. It's all the same. Yeah, a random year in, separate. in history. Um, episode one, we picked 19... 19- Episode one, season one, we picked 1980. This season, we've been focusing on movies from 1998. And the way we do it, we do one episode per month of that year that came out. And the episodes are released weekly. So that's kind of confusing. Uh, There's 12 months in a year. We review one movie that came out each month of that specific year. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the episode today is a film from December of 1998. Even though it's 95 degrees outside and it's the middle of... July or the end of July. So that's how the show works. Yeah. Uh, We've been having a good time. We have 12 episodes, give or take uh, a season, Mm -hmm. meaning that sometimes we have more, not less, because we'll have some guests on occasionally. We've been having a good time. We hope you love it. Welcome. Welcome Um, to Rewind Cinema, (laughs) the podcast. Oh, we're not starting over again. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. sorry. That wasn't just you and me talking. Did you Uh, think it was? No, no, no. Okay. We've been recording this whole time. (laughs) Uh, So the other night, I finished watching this movie. Yeah. That we are about to review, which we have not uh, talked stated yet. Mm-hmm. And the movie was over. I was still kind of wide awake for some reason. I'm an old man. I usually am in bed by like 1030. Mm-hmm. Because we get up early, we go to work, we work out, blah, whatever. So I was awake, uh, turned off the movie, ended up on TV, which I never do. Because I don't. we don't pay for cable. We have Netflix and HBO and Hulu and stuff. But um, I was just on like basic channels, right? Channel surfing. Channel surfing. Your Ended up surfer. on ABC at the very beginning of the brand new Gong Show. <sighs> yes, I love it. I I love it. I had heard about it. I haven't seen it yet, and I was sitting there watching it, and I had forgotten that you told me this. But the host is talking. I'm like, man, his face yeah. is kind of weird. He like, sounds so familiar. His mannerisms are weird. Like his face. I just who is this guy? And then I realized because I know his voice, mm-hmm. it is Mike Myers. Yeah, in as a character, makeup. As a character with a history, he's this like comedian, ex-British, like a comedian guy. He has a whole backstory, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people who don't know it's Mike Myers. Yeah. I, th- I think they have to in the audience, uh, surely. But right now, because the show is so new, people don't realize that's him. Yeah, and he's hilarious. His name is like Tommy Maitland or something. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, it is fantastic because. If you all right, it's late night, so it's a little bit more adult. They say you know yes. they do they have they make more adult jokes and stuff like that. Especially Myers, he he does yeah. some, some funny things. It was it to I, I know that it's a, a adult, but it was yeah. refreshing because they sort of like take the politically correctness yeah thing away. I get it, what you're saying. It was yeah. it was just like refreshing to watch. Not not because it's dirty, but it was just like whoa, I can't believe he said that. Mm-hmm. And then you're reminded, it's so in the vein of the old Gong Show. It's yeah. so great. ABC late night. <laughs> ABC <laughs> after dark. Yeah. Uh and I also like that it's it's almost satirical of yes. of um you know modern day uh, reality TV is what the word I was looking for. Yeah. Everything else is so serious. You watch something like uh what's like a super serious reality like 
oh, Survivor, or yeah, you watch you any, watch any of those dumb, The Voice, and you're like, yeah. they try to pack so much emotionality into it. Yes, the gong. There's there's no emotionality. No, it's just. People perform. If they don't like it, they get gongs. If they do, they vote. And yeah. then there's comedians on there and they joke around. I love this show. It I is think hilarious. It's, hilarious. it's yeah. so funny. Mike Myers did, does a great job. I don't know if he's improvising or oh, not. He has to be. But it's it's so great. If if someone gets uh, gonged or if they get their point, their score, and then every person he sends away, at least on the episode I saw, he would, he would gesture offstage to some non-existent woman. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, Joan, get this man a cup of tea, always a cup of tea, mm-hmm. and something super random. Yeah. So he'd be he'd be like, get this man a cup of tea and a subscription to read his digest. <laughs> and you're and the and the judges laugh because it's so random. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Yeah. It's uh, fantastic. If you're British, is he representing your culture well? <laughs> Let us know. I think Mike Myers <laughs> loves the British people. Oh yeah. Uh Austin Powers. You could tell in Austin Powers. It's, yeah. I think I think it's a love letter to that culture because yeah. he it's great. There's like a picture of the Queen on his yeah. <laughs> some flowers on, his, on the table. It's yeah. so good. I can't yeah. believe. It. So watch I'm, the Gong Show. I'm excited. It's on Hulu. Every episode is on Hulu. Okay. I it, it was just funny. I texted my mom and dad. The Gong Show was this thing in the 70s. This excuse to get kind of racy, weird stuff on TV. The guy who made it uh, was a genius. Uh, mm-hmm. Pat's favorite movie. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind oh, yeah, yeah. is about the man who invented the gong show. Um, he had all these crazy stories. But anyway, to get these acts on TV, he would like say there was something else and book them and they would come on. And then uh, it's just this wheels off random show. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And yeah. I'm glad they brought it back. Me yeah. too. Okay, gong show talk is over. You should watch we it. We got our five minutes of gong show talk in. <laughs> We're ready to go. Let's take that off the agenda here. <laughs> Today, we are reviewing... Um, a film that I actually enjoyed. I didn't think that I would. This is from December 1998. The Faculty. I don't recognize the surface tissue at all. Casey, I don't want to blow smoke up your butt here, but I think you found a new species. Yeah, right. Hey, it could happen. New species are discovered every day. Don't be so cynical. Could it be Nathostimulator? Nah. Not they escaped detection until the mid-20th century. You just know everything. I'm a contradiction. Check the mesodermic follicles on its underbelly. What does that mean? It means we gotta call the university, let them take a look. Maybe even get in on some of that federal grant money. Our secret. All right. Hey, Stokely, maybe it's from your plan. You would blow me blood. Whoa, did you see that? What is he doing? So you think it's amphibian? Well, water resuscitated it. Yeah, but couldn't this kill it? Yeah, you don't want to drown it. One way to find out. Oh, man. It's all right. It's okay. What are you doing? Just gonna check his prostate. Actually, the surface texture changed, so I want to feel it. You mentioned it, man. I did not think I would like this movie. No, and I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I don't know about great, but it's a it's a good little horror movie. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Uh, this was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, you know his work now because. Tarantino is buddies with him. He's yeah. sort of from Dust Till Dawn. He directed yeah, that one. Yeah, Planet Terror, part of the Grindhouse movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed the Machete movies. Those crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff came out of of Planet Terror or uh, um, Grindhouse. So yeah. Machete and and then he also directed both Sin City movies. Um, well, there's like four of them, right? I think so maybe he directed two. I thought of them. there was two. The first two. Sorry, oh, Sin City yeah. one and two, and then he directed Spy Kids. <laughs> All of the Spy Kids movies <laughs> and the uh, Antonio Banderas movie Desperado. And I think there's like two more in that series. I, I got El- a question for you. Do you think that God stays in heaven because <laughs> of fear of what he's created? <laughs> Matt is, uh, Matt, you should have used that for guess that quote and I wouldn't have gotten it. 
That's I, true. I guarantee. You would have been mad at me though because I picked Spy Kids. But if you had given me a clue, see, Matt is referencing a hilarious, odd <laughs> quote from Steve Buscemi in Spy Kids. <laughs> in Spy Kids, where he gets very introspective and yeah. philosophical. Um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. The cast of this film is incredible. We've got Elijah Wood, BB Newirth, Broadway star. Love BB Newirth. Love seeing her in movies. She doesn't act a lot more, mm-hmm. a lot now. Um, Salma Hayek. Uh, Josh Hartnett, who's also kind of bowed out a little bit. Hopefully, he'll do something soon. Uh, Usher, mm-hmm. Usher Raymond is randomly in this movie. I yeah. don't know if he was a star at this point. Uh, he had to be. 98? He had to be because he's not even like a real character. Like I thought he would be one of the 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 main crew in this movie. He's not. He's just kind of there. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't even like I couldn't name you an Usher song. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, uh, I could. <laughs> I didn't have his album or anything right when it yeah. came out. Uh, his first one, Nice and Slow, Yeah, You Make Me Wanna. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Wikipedia says he's been working since 87 when he was 10. So Okay, who, who knows? So, so yeah, maybe he was doing a little bit of acting. Um, yeah. Jordana Brewster is in this movie. Uh, she's famous for the Fast and the Furious movies. She's, um, I think she was in... I thought that she was in uh, the the, uh, the the TV show on HBO um, about the guys in Queens. Oh my gosh! The There's... guys in Queens. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> You're floundering here, the, man. In, in, in L.A. <laughs> and they're Vinny and Turtle. Um, oh, an- Entourage. Ah, <laughs> wow. I I thought she was an Entourage. I don't remember. Maybe. Um, so she is yeah. in it. Christopher McDonald, John Stewart, Elijah Wood. Yeah. A lot of star power in this movie. A lot movie. of star power in this uh, movie. So yeah. uh, do you have any trivia about this film? No. $15 million budget, $40 million gross. Great return on investment. Plus, these people weren't stars yet, so didn't have to pay them much. Sure. Uh, the tagline is, and you thought your teachers were weird. Hey. Hey. <laughs> And then, yeah, some trivia. Several scenes involving an additional character named Venus, played by Kadana Jones, were shown in TV previews for the film, as well as Tommy Hilfiger commercials, but cut from the film. Weird. She's also visible in a scene in the theatrical version, standing next to Usher and Mr. Furlong's, who is Jon Stewart's, science class when they're looking at the new species in the yeah. aquarium. So hmm. an entire character just cut from the movie. Weird. Uh, also said that Louis Black was in this movie, the comedian. I did not see him. Really? Was he like yelling at the top of his lungs? I, about I, how I he thought, I thought he would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unless that's another Louis Black that I'm really just missing the mark here. Maybe. I only know the one. Um, and then the other piece of trivia I have, do you ever go to Ain't It Cool? Ain't It Cool News? It's no. a giant... Um, it's been around forever. It's a huge nerd movie comic hey, hey, site. If I don't know about it, ain't it not cool? <laughs> mm, I don't. I think it's the reverse. <laughs> um, but it's a big. It's a always at Comic Con. Just just sort of like behind the scenes stuff, um, trailers, mm. new release like news. Uh, but Harry Knowles is the guy who made it, and he is in this movie. He's the he's the very large man with red hair who's like in the teachers lounge in one scene. It's a, it's a cameo. Oh, I know um, what you're talking about. He puts like a water jug on the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. He's friends with uh, the director. This was shot in Austin, Texas. I guess they both lived there at the time. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. For you nerds out there, Harry Knowles. Yeah. Um, pre-wheelchair Harry Knowles is in this movie, which is weird. I'm more so. of a slash film kind of guy for my uh, uh, well, movie news. Uh, he's probably associated with that in some Maybe. way. In some capacity. Some way too, yeah. 6.4 on IMDb. 61 Metascore. Ebert did not review this movie. Fifty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, way better Metacritic score than I thought I would see. Right? It's in the green. I was like, yeah. "Wow, okay." Yeah, that's like that's like in the range that I think it's like good. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I agree with. I agree with, with too. Movie. Yeah. Anything else, Gabriel? No. Let's get into it. All right. So we immediately open with a sweet Offspring song playing. <laughs> Super nineties. Super nineties soundtrack. Rock. Love this soundtrack. Brought me way back to 98. Uh, something happens to the football coach, played by Joe Willis, after practice. He has a name, but I forgot what it was at the moment. I'm sure I'll remember later. Uh, but he, he's like bending down to fix the sprinkler head, and this figure comes up behind him. He turns around and says, what are you doing here? And then it just cuts. Yes. So something happens to him. The school's district, uh, The school district favors the football team over education, which is like a theme that they have throughout the movie. 
Uh, no computers or field trips for anybody in the school because you got to fund the football program because you're in Austin, Texas, and high school football is king. Is king. Is king. Uh, Mrs. Olson, after this, so there's like a scene. So we talked about BB New Earth. She's the principal, Principal Drake. Uh, she is closing up for the night. They just had a big meeting about their budget. People are leaving the office and everything. And then the football coach comes in and corners her in her office. Mm-hmm. And at first you think that maybe she thinks he's like trying to make a sexual advance on her and she's not really into it. So she's kind of joking with him like, just go away. I want to go home. But things get really weird. He asks for a pencil. He won't want her to leave until he gets a pencil. He's like, I just really, really want a it's, pencil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so creepy. <laughs> yeah. And so she gives him a pencil and he immediately jabs it through her hand. Yeah. Very graphic. Very graphic. Like also like, but it's like not even a jab. It's like a slow just... Yeah, yeah, it's really she's gross. like horrified watching it, and uh, Robert Patrick—that's his name in the movie. Yes, the coach, uh, his, oh, his okay. coach Joe Willis, but the actor—you would know him as the bad guy from Terminator Two. He's okay. in a, he's in a ton of movies. Okay, he's Coach Joe Willis. That's right. I wrote his name down, but I thought that was the actor. Coach name. Willis. Yeah, Robert Pardon. Patrick is his name. Anyway, she tries to get away. Uh, she gets to the front door of the school, realizes she left her keys, so she has to go back to the office to get her keys, comes back, and then she sees Mrs. Olson, who is one of the teachers that was just in the room going over the budget with her, behind this locked door. So she says, like, we got to open this, and she tries to open it, and then she gets out, and Mrs. Wilson promptly stabs her to death with, with a some pair of scissors. scissors. Yeah, very violent. <laughs> yeah. So we immediately know that Mrs. Olson and Coach Joe Willis are in on whatever is happening. Yes. And Principal Drake is dead. Or so we think. Or so we think. Uh, we are introduced to all the characters on the next school day. Uh, and at first, I didn't like these like credit yeah. sequences they did where they would put the character's name underneath and play like some rad music while yeah. it was like... I don't know. I didn't like it. It's a thing. I mean, I feel like they do that a lot in their... It, it definitely, like, Tarantino does that. And, yeah. And uh, in Grindhouse, they but did similar dude, things. when Tarantino does it, it's genius. Yeah, when, that's... When people like this do it, they're <laughs> scrubs, man. They just can't develop characters. Hey, it was 98. They all thought it was, like, a cool thing. Yeah. So... It bothered me at first, but as I slowly realized what the tone of the film was, I was like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. It, it, it works. I was fine with it. And then I wrote down, why is this high school so dysfunctional? <laughs> this is the most dysfunctional high school I have ever seen, like, represented. Like, there are drug addicts everywhere. everywhere. Tons um, of people who would definitely shoot up this school. A nerd yeah. getting picked on in front of everyone that nobody wants to help. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple that got uh, credit, uh, screen credit, called F.U. Boy and F.U. Girl. <laughs> and nice. uh, that's, like these two actors and that's what they play is F you boy. And mm-hmm. they were just like, every time they're on screen, they're hitting each other and just yeah. like, fuck you. No, yeah. you bad. And just like fighting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Weird stuff like that. Some weird stuff is going on at the school. Yeah, definitely. Mrs. Os, Mrs. Osen. God, can I get through a freaking episode <laughs> no. without misspeaking? No, you can't. You're <sighs> tongue tied. Mrs. Piper Laurie, the actress, Mrs. Olson. Yes, Piper Laurie, Mrs. Olson, and uh, Joe Wilson, the football coach, acknowledge one another in a very odd way in the break room. <laughs> yeah. So we already know that they're working in tandem, but they walk in, and the coach is just like chugging water from the... the um, Little cooler. The cooler. Water cooler. The water and, cooler. And those little uh, cones, those paper cones. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like pounding it, dude, just yeah. over and over again. He's getting his eight glasses a day. He's he getting is. it. Yes. Um, and so they just kind of look at each other. They glance and kind of nod. And everybody else kind of like notices a little bit. They're kind of put off by it, but they don't think anything of it. Right. Stan, who is the high school QB, wants to quit football, but his girlfriend Delilah is very interested in appearances because uh, they're the QB and she's the head cheerleader. Yes. So she doesn't want to give up that. Yes. You know, high school experience that she has. And she's uh, she's very attractive. Yes. So he's a good looking guy too. So she's into appearances. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Stokes, who is this um, gothic person who everyone thinks is a lesbian, but she just uses that as the shield. She's actually straight. That comes out later. Right. Um, And Mary Beth, who is this new student in the school from Georgia, I believe, very southern blonde girl. Um, so they're the outcasts of the school essentially right now. They're both together alone outside. So we're just learning about the main characters. Stan. Delilah, Stokes, Mary Beth, and then uh, Elijah Wood will come in later as another main character. And Zeke. And Zeke. How could you uh, forget, how could I forget Zeke? Josh Hart in that? <laughs> come on. Zeke. Because we haven't talked about Zeke yet. He'll be here soon. All right. Uh, the football coach catches Casey, 
who is Elijah Wood, inspecting the football field. So he ends up on the football field somehow. I can't remember why. He, he's he's just out there eating lunch. Oh and he, yeah, and he alone. walks back to class yeah. and he sees something on the ground. He's not out <laughs> inspecting the football <laughs> field. <laughs> it's like what kind of uh, dirt is this? Yeah, he just sees uh, a. Is this crabgrass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Carolina blue? Yeah. Uh, no, he just, uh, I don't think that's, is that a real grass species? It is now. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> uh, it sounds like one. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah, he finds like a little weird thing on the ground and picks it up and the football coach is like, what are you doing? So he just says nothing and, and runs away. He takes this thing that he found to Edward Furlong, Professor Edward Furlong, who is John Stewart. He's like the science teacher of the school. Yeah. He hands him this organism, and they find out that it's a sea-dwelling organism, that water invigorates it, that that's where it, it yeah. lives. They put this organism in a fish tank, and it comes back to life, and it has these red tendrils. looks very yeah. like carnage. like Jellyfishy. Yeah. But it's like a little, I don't know, like the size of a thumb, yeah. and it has these long red things. And teeth. Gross, yeah. John Stewart puts his hand on the tank and almost gets bit. Yeah, does get bit. Uh, of course, because you know you just got to touch it. Yeah. Right? You know, I, hey, you discovered a new species. I'm just going to put a glove on my hand hey, and touch it. I think he was trying to catch it because he wants to give it to the university that's nearby. Well, he does, but he he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm going to touch it. it just, oh, okay. He goes, it changed uh, viscosity or like its membrane. Yeah, it's changed. like very clear now. So now he just wants to touch it. <laughs> and he hey, gets man. his finger bitten. Where would we be if scientists didn't just like touch things? <laughs> you know? Where, where would we be? Uh, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Other people have to die to find out <laughs> we would be what nowhere. kills us. We always want to poke stuff with sticks. Why do we want to touch stuff? It's like when you go to the like uh, the retail store and you like touch a shirt. Yeah. Like, what does this shirt feel yeah, like? <laughs> yeah, or it's like when we found that dead body uh, in the creek and we Stop. just had to poke it. Stop. Oh, yeah, we're not supposed to talk about, about that. About Stop talking about the dead body. Uh, so the organism replicates itself after it bites... Furlong's fingers, so there's two of them now in this tank. Yes. Splits in half. Rapid. Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. How did it feel to see uh, your own species up there on, on getting getting their own movie, Matt? My own species? Yeah, these this alien race. How, how did it make you feel? <laughs> did it make you feel good? I am 100% <laughs> lean American human, sir. Sure you are. <laughs> I'm going to have to touch you with a stick and find if out. If you look in my fridge, it's just like pods of... Do you have a razor blade? Green I'm going to cut goo. your arm open right now. That would kill me, I think. <laughs> All right. Then you'd be liable for murder. I won't. I won't. I'll just throw water in your face and see what happens. Refreshing in this heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stan talks to Coach Joe and quits. So he goes up to him during swim practice. I guess he's also the swim coach. Just does all the athletics, I guess. He's just coaching. Uh, just coaching. What he does. Uh, Coach Joe acts very strangely, but he's nice about it, which is not the reaction that Stan was expecting. He's just like, yeah, well, uh, you know, you got to think about your future and, you know, what's important to you. So, okay. And Stan's like, uh, all right. That's mm -hmm. fine. Strange. Yeah. Weird things, man. Just weird thing after weird thing. What could be happening? I mean, he does sort of uh, chide him. He's like, you're not mad? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, why, why would it? I don't know. I'll waste my time being mad on the day of the playoff game. He kind of like, yeah. you know, jabs him a little bit, but he, there's nothing he can do. So. He's, the alien is just saying what he would think that a human would say. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, an infected teacher walks in on Stan in the shower. So Stan Ugh. uses the, the, uh, the group showers there in the school. You know, I always avoided them when I was in middle school. <laughs> oh, that brought back some, some bad memories. I was very sweaty when <laughs> and, I went to school. And, and this is not uh, those stalls. If you were a fortunate no. kid, don't ever complain about it, all right? If you no. were lucky enough to have a stall, that is awesome. I actually went. I would just wear swim trunks. Oh, see, I... Uh, did you go full nude? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> you just because you had you know what? At ninth grade in basketball practice, you were faced with a critical decision. Am I, am I be the a stupid kid that doesn't I, shower naked or shower naked? Yeah. It's be that kid, be uh, you know, weak and intimidated and not stake your claim, or are you just gonna be like, I'm gonna just suffer through this? <laughs> you do it once, it's like ripping off a band-aid, and then everyone else you know, we all did it, and it was fine. I just imagine ninth grade Gabe in like a button-up shirt to the neck, <laughs> tucked into his khaki pants in the I'm, shower, I'm never drenched. nude. <laughs> I will say, uh, not to be too graphic here, but ninth graders, we would. Um, oh, jeez. One thing that you would do is that you would tend to like cover yourself with your hand, as if that was like 
any better. So you're just like doing everything with one hand and yeah. covering yourself with the other? Yeah, I mean, not the whole time, but like maybe like walk into the shower. Yeah. You know, you got your soap in one hand and your other hand just cupping your uh, your, your front bottom. You just have every, <laughs> just everything conveniently placed where it needs to be. Yeah, your naughty bits would be covered by <laughs> your hand and then you'd hold your, uh, your Irish spring in your other and uh, walk to the shower. Irish spring makes it. And you have your spray on axe body spray as yeah, well. Yeah, so for yeah, later. yeah. Memories. I'm so old. I don't know if Axe body spray was out when I was in ninth grade. Oh, it had to have been. Maybe. It had to. I think have it was '99. So. Are you trying to pinpoint when Axe came out? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. Who doesn't want to know that? Good luck. I'm gonna um, look it up right now while you talk. All right. So, uh, Stan is in the shower. He's showering, obviously, pretty sweaty from swim practice, or he smells like chlorine, I guess. But a teacher comes in. And she's just like falling apart, like the skin is falling off her body, and she's like, "Oh, help me!" She's this old lady, and she's all wrinkly and gooey, and mm-hmm. yeah, it is disgusting. Uh, but she, uh, so then, uh, pff, I'm stumbling. Sorry. Were you gonna say when Axe came out? No, keep going. I'll, I'll interrupt you later. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> this uh, immediate article says 1983, which I wow don't know if that's true. That's but... impressive. If it is, anyway. So they take um. The teacher to Mrs. Olson, or they like show, or like they get an ambulance or something. Mrs. Olson says that it's cancer. Yeah. So Stan and Casey both witnessed this. Casey, who was Elijah Wood, came in later in the day, or later, not in the day, but later after the event and saw the teacher grabbing Stan, and Stan was like, Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Why did yeah. he say get out? As I don't if, know. <laughs> I was Instead like, of like, Help me. Yeah. That's the wrong thing to say, Stan. He was like, Get out of here. I was like, <laughs> No, call for help. You're naked. With this is a, my girlfriend. Yeah. With an 85 year old clutching your body. Just, yeah. Uh, whatever. But Mrs. Olson is one of the infected teachers, and she says it's cancer, uh, but she's on to Stan and Casey. She gives him a look. Yeah. She's covering up. Oh, she has cancer, and she's mm-hmm. very sick. Because Casey looks outside and sees the football coach just standing in the sprinkler heads on the football and takes field. Pictures of him with a yeah. long lens, whatever lens camera. A long lens, <laughs> which is what she really uses. Um, and then at this point, I started thinking: Does no one give a crap about Principal Drake? No. Nobody has seen Principal Drake <laughs> all day. If your principal no call no shows, well, they're dead. What? But maybe they just didn't show her because she she's back later. That, but people were like saying that they had to handle the day without her okay. in the break room. Maybe they just said she was sick or something. Like, you know, I don't know. But you're right. I thought the same thing. Like, where's the principal? Yeah. No one, because at this point, I didn't realize that they they come back. I don't want to give it away, but they, yeah, you can get brutally murdered and then come back and be totally healed and normal as mm-hmm. this alien. So I thought she was dead. Me too. Yes. Me too. Um, Casey and Delilah later infiltrate the break room, the teacher break room, um, but they have to hide from Olsen and Joe Willis who come in. They have to hide in this closet uh, that's like has shutters that they can see through. Yeah. They see them talking. Uh, they're basically just talking about like um, the teacher that, that you know, was dying or whatever uh, that she didn't take to the... Oh yeah, alien species. Right, she was old. Yeah, and something about her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the science was. Biology or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Salma Hayek, who is the nurse in the school, comes in and she's really sick that day, and she just like drinks an entire thing of like V8 from the fridge. (laughs) Um, But uh, so they like hold her down, Mm. and Joe Willis, the coach, or was it Mrs. Olson, was on top. uh, The coach. The coach was on top. Turns her head opens his mouth, and then the alien from Alien shoots out of his mouth into her ear, yes. and blood just goes everywhere. Everywhere. And the kids are terrified in that closet, and then the teacher, the old teacher, falls out from like behind the yeah. something. They like stored her behind the jackets in the closet, and yeah. she falls forward, and she's dead. And, yeah. and so they scream, uh, and then they find them, but they end up running away from all of them, so uh, later on... They like start telling people about it, but then so Principal Drake is back at this point. She comes back finally, and so they tell Principal Drake like, "Look, they they killed the nurse. They did something to her, and there's blood everywhere." But Salma Hayek comes out of the break room, and yes. she's no scars, no, no blood. She's totally normal. She's mm-hmm. there. What's wrong? And and then they say uh, she she had a seizure. She had an episode. Yeah, They're like she's epileptic or something, and she had an episode. Yeah. They just keep hiding everything. So then Elijah Wood is questioning 
personally. Did he see it? Did he not? But mm-hmm. he, he believes that, yes, he saw it and it was real. And there was a body in the closet and whatever. Yeah. So there are a bunch of teachers that are affected at this point. Like, nobody believes the kids. Things are slowly turning against the kids. Casey calls the police to the school, but all the faculty play it cool, which is a great rhyme that I intentionally, <laughs> unintentionally wrote. Can you uh, say that again? Uh, Casey calls the police to the school, but the faculty play it cool. All the faculty play it cool. <laughs> they replaced the, the, where the body was, the old woman with a doll in that yeah. closet. C- like CPR, CPR doll. doll. Yeah. Um, and R- so the police don't believe them. Resuscitation Annie. Yeah. Whatever those things. I think that's what they were called. Or mm-hmm. they are called. I think they do say that. Yeah. It's like, they're just a resuscitation Annie in the closet. Yeah. So the police officers are there. They're seeing all this evidence. There's two police officers. Principal Drake calls one of the police officers back to her office for a private meeting. Mm. Which is really weird. To like debrief him. Nobody or thought. I'd- like that's weird there's a reason for it she's like let me speak to you about this in my office yeah confidentiality yeah and while it's happening elijah wood is standing there with his parents who came up to the school mm-hmm. to, to christopher mcdonald is yeah one of his parents. yes uh shooter mcgavin yeah uh, from happy gilmore <laughs> um and many other films of, of that and this type of nature like mm-hmm. never really hit it big no but you know his around. um so they're kind of frustrated because this is all in their minds not true and mm-hmm. Elijah Wood hears something bumping around in the principal's office. He looks over. He kind of sees the cops like shadow up against the door a little bit. It's like this opaque glass. Yeah, and yeah. but people don't notice. And then the door opens, and the cop walks out, and he looks very yeah somber and standard. And as he walks by Elijah Wood, he gives him this like evil look, sort of. He just kind of stares at Casey and is like he nods at him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like I know who you are, man. I know what's going yeah. on? So Casey is now like, oh crap, yeah. they're turning everyone. And then Principal Drake talks to his. Parents. Dad or his mom was like, "Can we go back in the office and yeah. talk about this for a second? And Casey's like, "No, no, I, I'm feeling sick. Let's yeah. go home." Yeah, he saves his parents. Quick thinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Casey gets grounded, and uh, he ends up trying to sneak out at the nighttime. So he calls. He crawls out of his window. He like makes this robot move on his desk, I guess, to make noise, like he's playing with a robot. Uh, I just think it was showing that he's a nerd. Okay. That, yeah, it wasn't a weird didn't... thing to do before you leave. Uh, I, yeah, just on his desk. <laughs> okay. Like I think it was just establishing that he's like a science guy. I thought that maybe he was he put it on his keyboard so it made like keyboard oh, sounds like may- he was typing maybe, his keyboard. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking too far. Into maybe this. you are. I just thought it was like a cool little thing that happened like to show okay. his room. But, I'll, stop, I'll stop thinking. But hey, that would have worked too, Matt. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for validating no, me. No problem. He crawls out of the window and he ends up falling off of the side of the wall because he sees. He but, sees Joe Willis, he sees Wilson, and he sees Principal Drake standing outside under a tree, and they're yeah. all shaded and covered. They're silhouettes. Really, very creepy. He falls down. His dad comes outside and says, what are you doing? Picks him up. Casey says, they're out there, they're here, and you turn, and there's nobody there. Wow. Of course there's nobody there. Wow. No one believes him. Where do they go? I don't know. I don't think they have the ability to uh, disappear <laughs> like that. If they, All the dad had to do is look down the street and they'd be walking down, yeah. <laughs> walking away. <laughs> They're all like stacked up on top of yeah. the tree, like hiding in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so his dad is also acting kind of strangely as well. Uh, so you think, did they like the next day? Because also they pan back to the house and you see like a silhouette of his mom in the house and she closes the windows very Yeah, that, that was odd. I, I didn't... So really? I'm guessing at that time they turned the mom and overnight they turned the dad. Hmm, okay. So that's what I got from okay. the scene. I'll go with that, sure. Anyway, the faculty are slowly turning all the teachers and everyone in the town into aliens like we've been prefacing. Um, and then they're also starting on the students. And they do this by setting up ear exams with Salma Hayek, the nurse. Yeah. So they have everyone in the school lined up going in and you can you can see there's observable changes to everyone in the school. Everyone's acting very strangely. Yeah. Everyone's looking at all the people who aren't infected like a very hive mindish. Yes, very invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Which they do reference a few yes, times. Yes, they do. And the cops are there and Elijah Woods trying to convince people this is happening. He's like why are they, you know, they need the cops for ear exams and mm-hmm. whatever. Nobody believes in Elijah Wood in his <laughs> movies, man. Nobody believes in Frodo. Like only the fellowship do. Only the fellowship. Only the fellowship believes in him. Yeah, which was the only important. And even the whole time, they people. just thought he was going to die. So <laughs> did they really believe in he him? He got he got stabbed by that spider. That, oh, he did. That's yeah, pretty gruesome. And the troll. And the second one. Yeah. Yeah. The third one. Third one. Yeah. Second one. Second one. The end of the second one. Maybe. Yeah. 
My Lord let's, of the Rings. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Knowledge is not up to snuff, I guess. We still haven't introduced Zeke yet. Why? I'm waiting for Zeke. Because he's not important yet. Okay. But so, he's still a, he's the okay. main character. We can talk about Zeke. Zeke is played by Josh Hartnett. Yes. He is um, a very smart drug peddler in the school. Yeah. Doesn't care. Attitude. Yeah. But he's like really intelligent. Yeah. Randomly. He, he's like that kid that you knew in school that didn't try but still did really well and was just kind of apathetic towards the whole co- the not mm-hmm. college, the whole high school experience. But he also sells drugs and he sells uh, porno tapes to kids and he sells magazines and he sells yeah. condoms. Out of the back of his, uh, his uh, really nice mm-hmm. muscle car. Which is a very entrepreneurial thing to do. Yeah, very of course. You're just taking advantage of the system. Yeah. He also has the worst haircut of any yes. film I've ever seen. The back of it looks like he put a bunch of Elmer's glue in his hair and then <laughs> slept and then woke up. Yeah. So the back of it is all like tussled and weird. And then the top is like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. It's just yeah. like straight down. So 90s and horrible. God, so it bad. It was edgy and cool. Oh, it is ugly, ugly, ugly. Look at my hair. If I was, if I was uh, cognizant in 1998 about what was cool, then I would have uh, cut my hair like that. Yeah. But yeah, he pushes drugs. He makes a little home, uh, some, I don't know, mm-hmm. some thing and he, he he puts the drugs in uh big pens yeah in the in the tube of a big pen sells it for five bucks people can snort it and there's a teacher that's onto him played by famka jensen who was in rounders last week the girl mm-hmm. who played gene gray she always comes out to his car and is like hey you need to stop this you need to try and he gives her a hard time so that's just a small little establishing thing because something happens with them later yeah which was the next thing i was gonna oh mention. great yeah. sorry move on it's fine <laughs> So we were just about to get to Josh Hartnett, but now you have the background on him. <laughs> Gabe just gave me a, the gr- the gopher. What's that scared gopher look? Oh, the... Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the something chipmunk or whatever. Uh, yeah, terrified Wood chipmunk, chunk. whatever. Uh, but she confronts him outside, and she's kind of a nerdy teacher. She's, like, shy. She's the English teacher. Uh, but she says, you know... Uh, or actually, that's wrong. Sorry. Go back, rewind. Forgot I said that. Strike that. Reverse it. This is the scene where the two kids try to buy all of his drugs. Yeah. Hide from that 70s show. And yes. uh, another kid come up and they say, hey, do you have any drugs? And he's like, yeah, I think I got a few. We need a hit, man. And so they give him, he gives him what he has, in, or he gives him a few of what he has in his pocket, but he doesn't want to sell all his supply, obviously. And then again, they're like, yeah, but do you have any more? Why don't you just give us all of it? So it's weird that the aliens want these drugs. So you know that something is very important about the drugs at this moment, right? Yes. They're, but, they're infected, obviously. Yeah. But Josh Hartnett is like, sorry, I don't have any more. And it cuts down and he's like putting his pens back in his pocket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the scene I was actually talking about. And then Miss Burke comes over, the scene I just said, and tries to get him to stop selling drugs. Right. But she's not turned at this point, I don't think. No, she's not. Yeah. Um. Casey thinks all science fiction was written to throw humans off the track of aliens. So we mentioned that they reference Invasion of the Body Snatchers um, and a few other... It's like, what if it was real? Films. What if it was written because it happened and... Uh... They don't want us to think that it happened. Oh, I thought his idea was that someone wrote it down. Maybe I'm thinking of Unbreakable. Like, comics, <laughs> comic books are real and that's the yeah. history of... Whatever. No, I think he was insinuating that um, aliens wrote these things okay. or sent these to, things to Earth. To make us think it's fiction. Yeah, like zombies. Got like it. If we, we've seen so many zombies things now that I'm like, zombies will never happen, but yeah. maybe zombies planted zombie movies <laughs> in our brains. I don't think so zombies are, are that smart, though. They're just mindless. <laughs> hey, man, the Romero zombies, mm. they're very smart. Okay. Uh, so Professor Furlong finds Casey, Stan, Mary Beth, Delilah, Stokes and Zeke in his office. That's our main group of people. In a classroom. In a classroom. He knows that they all know about the faculty at this point. They're all in on it. Everything knows something really weird is happening. Elijah Wood is convincing this group that they're all aliens. And they all start to realize too. But they're the only people who aren't infected. Yeah. Well, they kind of laugh and doubt it until Jon Stewart comes in and essentially attacks them. Yeah. So, yeah, Jon Stewart attacks them. There's a very like, um, Army of Darkness moment where yeah. they cut off his fingers yeah, and his fingers point. like crawl on the ground with a paper uh, cutter. Yeah, yeah. I, that's one of the things I loved about this movie is because it was very Sam Raimi in the way it atta- like some it, of it, it went yeah. for horror. It was like everything escalated so quickly that it was actually funny. Yeah, it's a cool shot. Uh, Josh Hartnett steps up on this science table, grabs a 
paper le- paper cutter, the blade, and like slow motion, like rips it off. Mm-hmm. And now he has this sword, sword thing, yeah. and yeah, he cuts off John Stewart's fingers. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty cool. So uh, Zeke then takes one of the pens and jabs it into John Stewart's eye, which causes him to spaz out violently and foam. Yeah, and he ends up dying. Yes. Which they referenced earlier in the movie, if you remember. He says something to Salma Hayek along the oh, lines yeah, of, like, managed to shove a pin in my eye. Yeah, before. Yeah. It's uh, like, that's so dumb. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> but anyway, he's dead. So now we know the drugs hurt the aliens. So it makes sense that the aliens were trying to buy the drugs from the students. Yes. And dr- it's at this point where I was like, don't the aliens know what the other aliens know? Are they of hive mind? I don't know. Because the movie is kind of establishing it this way. This is a problem I had with the movie. You mean they they share the the they same share thoughts? knowledge? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Every time they infect somebody, that person knows who's not infected because they stare at them, or yeah, they say okay. something. And yeah. If that's the case, why didn't everyone at this point just go get the six people in the school that aren't infected? Because I would say they share a hive mind, but they're not omniscient. Mm. They don't know. But if John Stewart's getting attacked and he's turned, is that information not transmute to the I, other aliens? No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think they can spot someone who's not an alien, but they like if you were an alien right now, you wouldn't um you would know if, that I'm not an alien, but you wouldn't know that I just killed your best friend who's an alien. Right? But you, you, you killed would, my best friend? Yeah. I did. <laughs> Sorry. He's in your closet. Oh, but no. you wouldn't know that I had done that. You would just know I'm not an alien. And that I, that leads okay. me to believe that because when they when they after they kill John Stewart they vanquish him, they decide all right let's head straight to the parking lot and they leave the school and it's a scene where everyone's looking at them, like realizing something is wrong. But I think they would have jumped on jumped on them a lot earlier mm-hmm. in the school. But every, all the students are watching them leave and in the parking lot everyone starts to like approach Josh Hartnett's car as they drive away. Okay, so maybe I'd need to watch it again, but I I think it was omission. I think it was them okay. not, not following thinking, the not convention because in the movie, well, not not thinking about it, but if they had done it, the movie would be over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There would have been no movie if everyone just attacked. Which yeah, right. You got to find other ways around that. And I, I, I'm sticking with my theory. Okay. Let us know what you think. <laughs> you can go with Gabe. Use hashtag Gabe. Go with Matt. Use hashtag Matt. <laughs> no one's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to Zeke's crazy meth lab that he has in his house. Yeah. Uh, fake fake science meth lab yeah. like really expensive glass tons of beakers yeah. tons of tubes Zeke feeds the alien so they have uh, the alien from the classroom uh, they are there wasn't the one from the classroom because that one's gone I don't know how they got an alien Um, they f- they found it on somewhere. maybe it came out of Jon Stewart yeah, yeah. They, they found it somewhere anyway it, it had crystallized again and gotten hard yeah and he does all this science work and dissects it and stuff Okay, so they um, they take this alien to his house and they dissect it and they feed it to his mouse, which in turn turns into one of the aliens. So now they know that these things infect anything that has like water inside of it or is warm and mushy, is what they say. Yeah, they, like, moist. That's the hoist. Oh, uh, yeah. Mo- they they moist. use that word. <laughs> yeah. The, that's the host that they want. Then they start accusing one another of being aliens based on recent personality trends. So mm. Stan quitting football. Delilah now looks pretty frumpy and has her hair down so she can, you know, you know, uh, yeah, not be uh, loud in the school, not, I guess. Yeah, not be noticed or something. Uh, Zeke is now like, he actually cares about stuff and Elijah Wood is like actually courageous. So they all just start saying these things and they're like, you're an alien because this isn't how you act. They turn on each other. They turn on each other, which is a theme of the movie. Everyone should just be themselves, authentically be you, you know? Don't worry about what other people think. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Zeke asks everyone to take drugs to prove that they are not an alien, which is a very tense, cool scene. I liked it. It's a good scene, and we we mentioned that the drugs kill the aliens. We didn't mention the drugs uh, essentially dry them out. They have to have water to survive, which is why the coach was slamming water and standing in the sprinklers. And so uh, they get these drugs in their system and it dries out the water and they die. Mm-hmm. So that is a test. Yes. And so they all have to snort the drugs. They all have to snort the drugs. Everyone has their own reaction to it. Casey's reaction is hilarious. He does that Elijah Wood laugh where he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like early <laughs> Elijah Wood acting. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> um, oh I was Elijah. tense because uh, Laura Harris' character, Mary Beth, mm-hmm. she's allergic to aspirin. Yeah. 
so she says so we you know she's this like sweet southern girl and i was like scared because yeah. she could die and they and they accuse her too they're like hey all this stuff started happening when you showed up mm-hmm. you know and so everyone's freaking out and i was like what if she's like i could die if i snort this mm-hmm. and they make her do, do it yeah, and uh, there's a scene. Well, continue. I'll, I'll, I'll say this again in a second. I was just gonna say there's a continuity error that I will come back to Ooh, later. Okay, in this scene, and then also the camera movements are really nice touch in this scene. So everyone's super high at this point, right? Yeah, they're on. It's like uh, what is it? Uh, energy pills or something that he's like putting uh, in it's, this. It's and... caffeine and like uh, pseudoephedrine or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a good mix. Yeah, and so the camera starts to like move. It's kind of wobbly and like it just it seems very like you know it's. It's trying to capture that experience, which I really liked. What were you gonna say? Uh, well, tell us what happens. And oh, I was okay. gonna mention it after. It's not a big thing, but yeah. So Mary Beth and Delilah are kind of playing this game of chicken at this point. Like you do it, I'm not gonna do it until you do it, because everyone else has done it. Yeah, they go around the circle. Yeah, yeah. And so they end up doing it at the same time, and then Delilah, we find out, is actually one of the aliens. And so these things start moving in her face, and uh, she doesn't die though. Which is very strange. Why didn't that kill her? That's a good point. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Why do they need it? I guess they needed her later. Oh, you know what? Um, I I I don't know. The way she snorted it was really weird. Like yeah. it was like super fast. So maybe she ditched it. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, keeping a character around. <laughs> good point. Yeah, I think she should have died. Anyway, she just like beats out and like. Pull, like throws all of his beakers on the ground so they can't make more drugs and she just runs through this freaking wall mm-hmm. and then goes outside and gets in a car. Yeah, so they chase away. her. Some car is waiting, like the coach or someone. I don't know who it was. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. The, the, I was just going to say, this is the point where I thought Mary Beth was dead. Oh. Because she snorts it. So we think. And, um, and they're all outside chasing Jordana Brewster mm-hmm. and she's not there. Mm. And it's like a, a minute long and they're outside and I was like, it's, this is a good horror movie because there's going to be a moment where they realize where's Mary Beth and they go back and she's like seizing on the ground or something. That would have been super scary. That would have been cool. Yeah, and so I thought that was going to happen, but yeah. then she just walks out and she's not laughing. the people dying because of drug use is cool, right? But it would have been a <laughs> tense moment. Yeah, but she walks out and she's fine. Yeah, so that's what I I thought it was going to go there, but it didn't. Definitely. So we're coming up on the end here. Uh, the crew goes to the football game. So there's that big playoff game, looking for the queens. So they realize that. Okay, so these all seem like lackeys. It seems like there's going to be one queen that we need to kill. And based on science fiction movies, if you kill the queen... Everyone else dies. Everyone else should be okay, not die. Well, yeah. The aliens, the aliens die. will die, yeah. They tie up Principal Drake and ask her to sniff drugs, but she won't. So Principal Drake, they're all hiding in the gymnasium, waiting for the football game to end. Principal Drake walks in and says, what are you guys doing? They use a volleyball net, tie her up, and they say... Uh, Zeke says, "Sniff this, or I'm going to shoot you," which mm-hmm. is also very tense. Yeah, this, this is this is a great like you know these are two great sequences back to back, very intense. And so she says, "No, uh, why would you make me do that?" And they're all very unsure because she's very convincing. Very. And so even lot, even I was like, "Yeah, wait, like, may, she might not. Maybe might she's not. Maybe they didn't her. get her." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, yeah, Elijah Woods like maybe maybe it's not. Maybe we shouldn't maybe shoot. We her. were wrong. Yeah. Uh, so they <laughs> Zeke ends up just shooting her in the head. Yeah, and so she's got a giant hole in her head. She starts bleeding out, and everyone's like, "Oh, that mm. <laughs> maybe she wasn't an alien." But then she gets up, and yeah. like bugs start crawling out of her face. But it's very tense because yeah. I'm like, "They just murdered someone." Mm-hmm. There's blood, and and so they uh, Elijah Wood starts to approach her, and that's yeah. when she like freaks out and blah. blah and... Bugs come out of her face like oogie boogie and <laughs> huggy buggy, uh, oogie boogie and uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Mary Beth takes all of the drugs that they have and throws it on her. Which at the time, I was like, Mary Beth, you freaking you idiot. idiot. Come That's on. a really smart move, thinking yeah. about it in yeah. the end, though. Yeah. Um, so Principal Drake is now dead. Stan goes outside to check um, to see, because the football game is over, so everyone's going home. Stan goes outside to see, like, you know, did, what's did happening. Work? Is the queen yeah, dead? Does it work? Does, did it work? But it's like, the football team and the coach are standing in the sprinklers outside and their tendrils are coming out of their face, like reaching They're towards like soaking the sky. up water. Yeah, it's raining. It's not the sprinkler. I think it's raining. Very gross looking. Yeah. But he comes back and he tries to get in, but the crew doesn't trust him. And so he's like, just let me in. Just let me in. Yeah. I'm like, all right, so you got to sniff this before you come inside. And so they give it to him under the door. 
and he takes it and just pours it out in their face. So yeah. he's been turned as well. It was uh it was a good good writing, good moment. The only thing I thought was dumb is he like he takes it and stares him down yeah. and shoves it up his nose and then like smiles and pulls it out and dumps it over. And I was like, that's just dumb. Like what? hilarious. There's a giant booger at the end of the <laughs> pen when he pulled it out. Yeah, but I, I think they should have done something else. I know that that was a hard situation. Uh, just from a writing standpoint, like we have to know he's an alien, we can't let him back in. Yeah, but maybe some other way. I thought that was kind of dumb, a little cheesy. Yeah, I got you. But he is now an alien, so he tries to get in. He and then he runs off mm-hmm. to join. He, he his, runs away. His alien friends. Very odd looking run from he, the he, door. He goes somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zeke and Casey have to go out to get more drugs from Zeke's car. So he has more pens filled with a drug in the back of his car. Uh, and people are out looking for them. So the football team is marching around outside near these cars. There's an action scene where Zeke ends up confronting, uh, what's her name? I'm sorry, the uh, teacher. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Famke Jensen. Famke Jensen. A.K.A. Ms. Ooh, I can't find it. Anyway, yeah. her head comes off. Ms. Elizabeth Burke. Ms. Burke. Ms. Elizabeth Burke, okay. There's like a scene where they're driving in a car and she gets knocked out and her head comes off and these like tendrils come out from underneath her head yeah. and start walking towards it's her body. Weird. Yeah. Uh, very Sam Raimi again. Yes, very Sam um, Raimi. So Zeke is obviously in trouble. This is where we learn that Mary Beth is the queen. So Stokes and Zeke and Casey are the only ones left that we think haven't been turned. Uh, but it turns out that Mary Beth turned Stokes. So now it's Casey and Zeke alone. And this last scene is really just them trying to kill this giant beast that is Mary Beth. Because she's the queen. She's huge. Yeah. She gets in a pool of water. So she gets really generated. Yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, basically how it works in the end is Casey's running underneath these bleachers. And he presses this button that makes the motorized bleachers go back uh, towards the wall. He runs all the way through and gets to the end. Mary Beth gets stuck behind the bleachers and he just jabs a pen into her eye mm-hmm. and kills the queen and uh one month later everyone's back yeah and are they in that new world that mary beth described gabe everyone gets to be themselves zeke is playing football now yeah stan is um, a smart guy stan's a smart guy yeah well why is zeke playing football though I don't know. Because Zeke always wanted to play football, man. I guess. I don't know. He never mentioned wanting to play um, football through the entire film, but it doesn't yeah, matter. Whatever. So now he is. And he's also like smoking on the field, which never yeah. would have happened. Coach is like, put that butt out and get back in there. I'm like, no, that would, no. <laughs> Any coach would go up and take the yeah, cigarette and like, from his and hand. And like throw him on the ground. And make and him do like, laps. Yeah, get off the field. Yeah, you're going to do laps now and vomit yeah. is what you're going to do. Um, I didn't expect uh, Mary Beth as the queen. I didn't either. They was, concealed it very well. It was a good scene. They're alone in the gym, and it's like her and um, Stokes and Stokes, Casey. And she's yeah. finally reveals it, and she just turns into this impressive-looking, for 98, slimy yeah. alien creature. Doesn't she, like, punch Stokes out? Like, punches her in the face? Something. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. It, it, was, it was cool. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a nice little uh, practical effect thing, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Uh, the continuity thing I was talking about. So they do a flashback in this last scene, which is so dumb, so contrived. But they they do a flashback to Mary Beth explaining why she didn't die when she took the drug. Oh yeah, yeah. She used her finger and knocked off the pen cap. But if you go back and look in the scene, the pen cap is on after she snorts it. Yeah, and and also <laughs> the way they show the flashback, her finger also turns into this big yeah. giant tendril, and then it, it does like a close up on her nose and these little like. Flaps, Seals, yeah, like skin flap things cover or not. It's just, yeah, yeah, contrived. All right, Gabe, what did you think of the faculty? I had always assumed this was a terrible movie, only from I don't even know why. I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was like a 90s B horror movie. And I would say it's definitely not. Mm-hmm. It's a really, I know you hate this word, but it's a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 good. I don't. I enjoy it. It's not even really a horror movie. It's just sort of like a uh, suspense action. There's violence in it. You know. There's there's some gore in it, but it was more of like a monster movie, mm-hmm. and I, I I appreciated that. It wasn't some like slasher flick. It was just really fun to watch. Um, good little '90s time capsule again. I don't know. There's nothing like super deep to say about it. Some nice because it is. Robert Rodriguez, there are some nice filmmaking things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, good cinematography, great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, pointless soundtrack. It's like all this weird like sound garden Grunge, and hard yeah. rock like in scenes that it doesn't really belong in. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I, I had fun watching it. I would say definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, as we mentioned a few times, it, it's clear that Robert Rodriguez was at least inspired by Sam Raimi. They're not exactly contemporaries, I would say. I think Sam Raimi was working in the 70s and early 80s before Robert Rodriguez really kind of came onto the scene. So I think he was paying homage to a lot of the ways that Sam Raimi did horror. Whereas I mentioned, things just escalate so quickly in this movie. Like you think there's going to be this long drawn out fight and the only real one is at the end. But everything else is like very quick. When they kill Jon Stewart, they just jab a pen into his mm-hmm. eye and he just starts foaming. Uh, his fingers come off and start crawling on the floor towards him. That's very like Army of Darkness, like I mentioned, with the little ghouls that come out and they like it, there's almost an exact scene like that mm. in Army of Darkness. Um, I just really, really enjoy this movie. I don't think it's wrong to say something is fun as long as you have things to back that up with. Okay. What I hate is when somebody goes to a movie that's receiving praise and they don't really know what to say, but they say, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. That's what I don't like. It's okay. like, tell me what you liked about it. Okay. Uh, what you were able to do. And I feel the same way about it. There were some small continuity things, some things that they hid from you uh, in the wrong way. Good movies will hide things from you in a way that makes sense in the world or a way that um, actually happens on screen. So as I mentioned, Mary Beth knocks the pen cap off right. with her finger in uh, in the flashback. But in the normal movie, it's clear they wanted you to think that she did it. So they kept the pen cap on there. The, f- yeah. the powder didn't go anywhere. And then also, why didn't Delilah die when she sniffed the toxin? Good you point. Know, it's stuff like that. Just like trying to conceal things from you. But still, the twist was very good. I didn't expect Mary Beth to be the queen. No. Even though it was referenced a few times early on. And that's another thing this movie does very well. It references things slowly mm-hmm. throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A very good movie. I, I would recommend watching it. It's not exactly horror, like you said. Um, it's very satirical in nature. Uh, it's very funny in a lot of scenes. Yeah. So I don't think it's scary by any means. It's not like a, a jump out and scare you or even like an atmospherically horrific movie. So watch it. Watch, watch it. it. Have some fun. The faculty, much better than I thought. Great. 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 Well, Matt, with that, let's move on to America's favorite game show. The Gong Show! <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> guess That, that quote. quote. Welcome to Guess That Quote! There can only be one podcast. One podcast. One podcast. Okay, man. Mm. So if you remember last week, I conquered you, and um, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I defeated you at this game. I yeah. have twenty-four points. You are sitting at twenty-two points. You gave me the clue first last time, so I will give you the clue. I'm betting it all on black, um, double or nothing. Hold on, let me set up this uh, <laughs> very technologically advanced, patented guess that quote timer. The iPhone clock up, and uh, if you're ready. Dude, I am so ready. I'm about to rock your world. <laughs> Here we go. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy, sir. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy, sir. That's actually how I should have said it. <sighs> Full metal jacket? No. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Uh, your first clue. I don't know if this is... Um, Elizabeth Shue. No, it doesn't. Sorry. Um, oh man, this is a tough one. No mercy, sir. G.I. Jane. No. (laughs) (laughs) Second clue is a good one. All right, I lost. Pat Morita. Oh. Uh, and now I just blanked on the title. Karate Kid. Yeah. Oh, man. Karate Kid. Who's Elizabeth Shue? She's uh, she's his love interest in that movie. Mm. All right. Yeah. Mathematically impossible for me to win, but we will round out this game. Well, you got uh, two points. No, I got one. You got one point. Oh, yeah. sorry. You got one point. Hey, I'm honest. Well, 
Let's round to this game because I, I right. might not get. Gabe Whitehurst point. is the champion. Actually, if he doesn't get this at all, he loses 25 points. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I only won by one. I so know. So I'm not really a champion. Well, I mean, you could win by more if you get this. I think he might. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here I we think go. he might. They call it a Royale with cheese. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for more. <laughs> All right, so you beat me by four points. So 27 to 23. All right. Hey, there's always next season. Gabe is the season two champion. I've guessed that quote. Hooray! Thanks, <laughs> Thanks everybody. Fanfare. Woo. Everyone's clapping at home right now. They're yeah. crying. They're weeping tears of joy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who knows? We might bring this back in the third season, or we might think of a totally new game. Just kind of yeah. depends. Sure. If you like Guess That Quote, please let us know. I mean, I've, I haven't heard any feedback about it at all. So <laughs> if you enjoy it, we like playing it. Uh, let us know if you'd like to see a different game. Also let us know. Yeah. Gabriel, can you tell me what 12 films we drew for 2004? I can. That is the end of season two, everyone. We had a good time. Thank you so much for listening. So next season, uh, as we went in that secret room, we put our big heads together. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing now? To put our big heads together? I don't know. In the underground bunker. Um, <laughs> and we picked uh, 2004. Mm-hmm. So we'll be jumping ahead in time here. To some crazy... Uh, it was a crazy year for movies. A lot yeah. of similar movies in tone. And also some special ones. Here's what we drew. First episode for January 2004. The Butterfly Effect. Ooh. Followed by Miracle, uh-huh. which is uh, the hockey movie about the Russians in the U.S. with yeah. uh, Kurt Kurt Russell. Kurt Kurt Russell. Um, followed by Secret Window uh. from March, <laughs> which will be fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, followed by Walking Tall uh, with uh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah. Followed by uh, sort of an artistic uh, ind- independent film here, Coffee and Cigarettes. Hmm. Looks really interesting. Bill Murray, a lot of celebrities. Alfred Molina. Hmm. Uh, just, yeah, a lot of people in that movie. Followed by Sam Raimi film, Ooh. Spider-Man 2. Oh! Probably the best one that we'll review. Who knows? Uh, followed by a movie I've never seen, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yes, I cannot wait. Yep, never seen it. Uh, followed by... <laughs> Anacondas. Not Anaconda. Nope. Anacondas. Anacondas. I don't know how plural. I feel about that. The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. I have, oh, is that the semicolon? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, colon. Colon, sorry. Yes. Not semi. Followed by one of your favorite movies, probably Shaun of the Dead. Mm, yes. Very excited for that. Followed by Primer. Um, uh, tense yeah. sci fi thriller. I've seen I, the poster. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, followed by Christmas with the Cranks <laughs> with our old friend yeah. Pat Daly. Pat Daly will be joining us. That's one of his favorite films. Which is uh, strange because it's like one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. And uh, we're going to round out next season, season three, episode 12, with Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. The movie, not got the a, Netflix show. Got a soft spot for that movie. Yeah. So I think it's going to be pretty good. I do think that's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to go into 2004. Uh, movies that I have seen more recently, movies that I have seen at all. A lot of stuff from the 80s I don't remember really except for the big ones. Right. And 98, I don't remember a lot of stuff either because I was eight or I haven't gone back to watch things. Yeah, so, this is, uh, we're moving into a good yeah, era. I think I've seen about four or five of these movies. Yeah. So excited yeah. to like watch them again and think about them. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really good. But yeah, we can't thank you enough for listening. This has been really fun. Season two is over. I can't believe it. So mm-hmm. weird. Um, so, as we say every time, uh, let us know your thoughts. Shoot us uh, an email. Talk to us on Twitter and Facebook at Rewind Cinema Pod. We want to hear your thoughts. We will happily mention you on the show. We will answer questions you have. Email us at rewindcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know how you think next season is going to go. Give us your favorite movies. Give us some suggestions. Maybe a special episode you'd like to hear. Maybe a movie you want to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll just, we'll do it. And send us your Elijah Wood impressions, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get your phones out and uh, maybe do it in a funny way. Maybe just start talking like Elijah Wood with people and see if they notice. Yeah. And send us the audio. That's a great idea. Um, Whatever you want to do, but we'll we'll look forward to listening. So. All right. It's been fun, Matt. I'll see you next season. Do we talk about the music? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Duh. We couldn't do this show without the music. Where can you find these dulcet tones? Naturalanthem.net. Thank you to Natural Anthem again for providing this uh, 
sweet sweet music yeah. well as you said it's been fun and uh, i quit oh great well right. i'm taking over uh, <laughs> uh can't wait to gabe cinema as it should should have been the whole time <laughs> so uh, just we'll, kidding we'll see you next season everyone until then watch more movies ah! Oh, we all know I'm a jerk. I don't care.